Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one's awesome. It's with Dustin from Mule Skinner Smoke Rigs. They're based out of Bristol, Texas. He's a pit builder, and you know I love to talk to pit builders. Been around for about two years now, and he's done some very impressive work, especially his newest pit at a barbecue spot, at a new barbecue spot called Bar A BBQ, which is in Montgomery, Texas which is Cooper Abercrombie. You got to check them out. And if you're listening to this on podcast side, check out the montage at the beginning of this YouTube. There's a bunch of pictures of that pit, as well as a bunch of others. He has stuff at Interstellar. He is essentially a one-man show. So his lead time is about six to eight months. He also has some other guys that come in every so often, but it's definitely a passion project. And he puts his heart and soul into the art of what he does. So it's a great interview. Such a, such a nice guy. And I know that if you want a really great pit, he is one of the guys to talk to just contact him through his website or dm or however you want and he'll get back with a quote does a bunch of live fire stuff he has a bunch of fire tools which sell out really quickly so you can jump on his newsletter and get a jump on that too so i can't thank him enough for taking the time i know you guys are really going to enjoy this also i have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com if you want to see links to all the pit builders that i have and a bunch of articles and a bunch of random stuff all within the barbecue world or the pit builder world. I'm at Kevin's BBQ Joints on all social media. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Good evening. Dustin, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm glad we finally got this together. It's uh, And I love, if you're listening to this on the podcast side, jump to the YouTube side because it's just cool to see. I love to see shops. And I love your background right now. There's a pit. Is it a 250 or a 500 behind you? 250. And it's and it's yep. going to the state of Washington, right? Washington state. <laughs> That'll be the furthest unit out away from here that we've sent. Oh, really? So let's, let's go back. Cause and first off to where is Bristol? Bristol is uh we're about 25 miles South of Dallas. What's the next town closest to? Uh, in the barbecue world, we're in the same county as Meat Church, so we're just on the east side of that county, uh, Waxahachie. Waxahachie, okay, oh yeah, yeah, that's and I, it took me forever to be able to pronounce Waxahachie, yeah. so I feel very proud. Bristol's a lot easier to pronounce, and and I and for all I know, it's called like it's Bristol or something. It's Texas has their way. It's a community. It's not really we don't we don't have a township or anything like that. It's unincorporated, so we all have uh, NS addresses. That's the nearest town to us. Oh really? Do you have um? Did you grow up in Bristol? I've yes, I've been on five different addresses on FM 660 here in this little town since I was born. Oh really? And it's for about a year when we first got married, but that that's been it. We've been out here ever since. And Ennis is essentially like you said, your address is Ennis, so it's right. fifteen miles up the road, but that's where our that's where our mail comes from. So. <laughs> and and I've and I've never asked and people who live in Texas or other places that have this FM means farm to market. And those were special. Were they certain roads or they went up a certain direction or something? Or this just kind of makes a loop from Ennis to Ferris. So we're just kind of a loop off of Interstate 45. Um, you kind of got to be headed this direction. You don't really just come through the town by accident. Okay, because when I I lived in Texas for a little for a year, and I remember seeing FM blah blah blah, and I never it took me a little while to figure out what that meant, and that obviously it's from a long time ago. Right. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It used to be big cotton in this area, so it was farm to market that got you to the interstate. Ah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, did you grow like what was your what was your path? Did you want to be a welder? Is that how? What what was your path? My grandfather was in construction my whole entire life. Uh, he was a brick mason, so I followed him job site to job site and uh, just took an interest in 
fabricating things, constructing. Uh, I'm good with math. And it just kind of all went from there. I just, I have a passion for it and picked up uh, my dad. Uh, he actually built some of our uh, pens for some of our show animals when we were in, in school. So I got introduced to welding then, kind of picked up a rod, probably 12 or 13 years old. And then of course got into high school and there's ag mech and uh, started welding there and just the rest is history. I mean, we just, it's just something I'm passionate about and picked up on quick and hadn't looked back. When you were doing it, and also too, what's, this is another tangent, the, all these ag classes, that's a, that's a Texas thing too. It might be the South, but there's yeah. a bunch of ag, different ag classes. I just remember to people telling me, like, I did ag this, ag that, and I'm, that's not something familiar with people in California. Yeah. And the the town I went to high school in is just up the road. It's Palmer. So Bristol's split into three school districts. Depend, depends on which side of the road you live on. You either go to Ennis, Ferris, or Palmer. So we were on the Palmer side of the road. So Palmer's a real small school. We didn't have a real big welding shop, just a one bay. So we didn't get to do some of the projects that some of these bigger schools do. But yeah, ag was a big part of, of high school for us, showing animals, building they had wood shop, metal shop, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was, yeah, you know, smaller towns, probably where most of your trade people come from. But I think it would be smart for anywhere across the United States to be able to do stuff with your hands or be able to fix your house or a fence. <laughs> just, Absolutely. Yeah, I just feel like it's just, it's sad that it, I think that there might've been a metal shop at my school, and but everything was kind of going away. And I, they kept expanding. My, I had which is crazy. I had 3,000 kids in my high school. I graduated 63 people in my class, so we're, we're pretty small. I had classes that probably were close to 63 people right. at, at certain times. So Mule Skinner, isn't that a nickname for your father? It was my dad's CB handle. Um, so that's yeah. where that comes. He had mules and things when he was younger. And when he started having a CB in his truck, he was a truck driver. So his CB handle was Mule Skinner. So we kind of started off building these uh, single axle trailers for kind of like overland, like trail riding and stuff. And uh, I was like, well, a mule packs. And so we called them pack rigs. So I said, we'll just do mule skinner pack rigs. Well, then I wanted to build a smoker to start cooking on. And I was like, well, the smoke rigs, let's just do smoke rigs. So it's a unique name. It's, it's not heard of much and uh, kind of stands out. It stands out for sure. And I think also people... If if you Google it, there's some like, there's some, it's, it's a mule skinner. It was a person who had mules, right? And then took them. Right. So a mule skinner is somebody who drives mules, who, who yeah. works mules. And they've got, got to be able to deal with that stubbornness. So, you know, Brady Clark, uh, he, he did all my graphics and stuff. So he, he put on their skill, wit and determination because that's what it takes to drive a mule. That's what it also takes to build smokers. Yeah, yeah, he's a smart guy. He definitely oh, does. Best in the business. So, okay, so that's why all your stuff looks so great. Not that you couldn't have done that yourself, but right. my hat <laughs> no, off to Brady. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and actually, I and like I had mentioned to you when we were texting, I saw that when I was talking to Cooper, he was wearing one of your hats. Oh yeah, for sure. Those yeah, we sick. just stabbed him a thousand gallon and sent that to him. I don't know. We delivered it uh, two or three weeks ago, maybe. I don't think it's been a month yet. Yeah, it's but. it's really pretty. It's that's a good looking pet. And also, it, as we as we meander through this interview, he's one of your ambassadors too, right? He is. Yeah, yeah. We kind of set up a little ambassadorship with some guys just to kind of help push the brand. Some that wanted to do it, and and uh, yeah, I think it's going well for us. You have four, right? Who are they? Who it's Cooper and then 
we've got uh, Cooper, we've got uh, Levi Gardner, which is the executive chef over at the Bosky Ranch for Taylor Sheridan. Um, we've got John down at Interstellar. He's got one of our Santa Maria uh, cookers. And then uh, Josh Hunt, he's a um, do-it-yourself, learned-himself guy up out of uh, Wiley, Texas. He's a meat church ambassador and Traeger ambassador, but he's got one of our live fire tables. So he wanted to help push us. He's got our burger press and all that good stuff. Those are four really great people. And it's, yeah, it seems like all these worlds are are colliding and weaving. So when did, when did you do your first pit for commercial use? Bar A would be the first commercial use. That's the first one we've put in a pit room at a restaurant. John has one. He, he has a live fire, right? He's got like a Santa Maria rig. Yeah, we built it for uh, the uh, Texas Monthly Fest for him to use. And he's going to take it to different events to cook on. Okay. But he does it there at the restaurant, I don't think. Oh, well, you know, but you know, he might, if he, for events that he has there oh, eventually. For sure. I think so. How long is your rig company, your smoke rig company, how, how long has it been in existence then? So I've had some um, memories pop up on Facebook where I was building my first one about two years ago for myself. I've since sold that and I don't even have, I don't even own a smoker right now to even smoke meats, which is sad, but I don't, but I guess really pushing hard the last year, year and a half with the, the Instagram and the social medias and uh, trying to build a brand. Well, you're doing a really good job. What, what do you offer? I mean, we do, uh, we offer a backyard unit. We have a live fire table rolled around. We have a Santa Maria rig that's rolled around. We also do the 250, 500 and thousand gallon offset smokers. And now using propane tanks for all those? Most of them. Um, sometimes like we've had a blue one we did for uh, my dad's benefit. It was like an air tank. It was a really thick old oh. air tank built out of it and um, made a really cool unit. The blue on it's really really neat it's a it's a good looking it's a good looking rig but yeah most of the time propane our backyards are, are 24 inch od pipe but everything else is propane tanks what are the lead times for the commercial and for the backyard so this is still a side business for me right now so it's nights and weekends so i right now i've got six or eight orders in so i'm telling people i'm six to eight months out right now just to, so that i know i can stay semi caught up and it, it's it's tough to stay on top of it as it is, but right now that's where we're at. Six to eight months isn't too bad, but that, that would be for a backyard or commercial? The live fires are pretty easy to knock out. If I get an order in, I can get those done, you know, within a couple of weeks, work it in. But yeah, anything custom is, is tough to, I just kind of keep them in order. I don't jump line with any of them. I just keep everything in order as it comes in. Do you enjoy the process? Like, is it Zen? I do. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a, a medium. It's it's an art to me. I, I love taking something that's nothing and creating these these units for people to use that make them functional. Yeah, I don't. I think people kind of take that for granted. What people are doing, like what what you're sitting in front of, is a gorgeous piece of art. It's not just it's a tool, but it's also it's beautiful. And it wasn't what it was. Those parts weren't what they were when you started. Right. Yeah, you spent a lot of time. And I'm hard on myself anyway, but I'm not going to send anything out that I wouldn't use or approve of myself. So you spend a lot of time with these units. You know, every square inch of these things, it's just not like we've got a manufacturing line building these things and shipping them out. It's it's I'm spending time with each one of these with some help from some friends every now and then. I've, I've got a guy that comes in. Uh, he's in welding school. So he comes in a couple days a, a week and he'll do some of the live fire pieces. He builds a lot of my grates and does some welding for me. So he's 
he's learning the process. But other than that, I've touched every piece of your of your smoker when it comes out this door. So that's 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 really and it's 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 like it's a relationship. Like you've like you're letting off like your baby when when, it, when you do shipping because it's taken so much time. You do. I mean, you you spend lots of time on them. Yeah, I just I don't know why that didn't really dawn on me because I've talked to a number of pit pit builders, but it's. I guess looking at it right behind you and so close to you and it's so, and that finish, do people order a standard pit and then there's options or how is it? So I have a price guide and it's a, so if on a 250, 500 or a thousand, it's, there's a base price on a skid just to go in your pit room or to sit on your back porch or, or whatever. There's a basic cost for that. And then I have line items where you add the trailer in, you pick your wheel and tire package, you pick um, your finish. Uh, you Do you want to, wood rack on the side do you want a live fire or santa maria attached to it so there's there's a whole list of, of items so is it a drop down menu usually people will reach out inquiring about the rigs and then i'll send them a price guide that's how i typically do it and what's the best way that you do you like people to call you or do you like people to email you or most people it's easiest to get online and con just click the contact this button and it comes directly to my inbox and then i respond with a price guide um sometimes days before i get to the email but um it, we always reach out reach back out to folks it's more of when people place the order they're getting a slot they're reserving a slot right right yeah we require 60 percent down you put that down that holds your place in line and then we discuss custom name plates anything like that leading up to it of course we'll accept changes before we get to the build and then once we get to the build you know there's just updates until we get the thing pushed out the door for you how did you learn the thermodynamics and everything are just by playing around yeah plug and play uh just trial and error my first one i kind of had a slanted baffle in there to try to deflect some of the heat and now we've gone to a little different like a shelf system and it it just takes playing with it and playing with some of your flows i had some issues with some of the early backyards not drawing as good so we kind of changed the stack up, did a few things. But yeah, just trial and error mainly. What tools do you offer? Uh, fire tools. Yeah, fire tools. We, we make a plow disc walk, which is just a reclaimed plow disc that's been plugged with horseshoes on it. We weld uh, railroad spikes to the bottom of it to lift it up off of your live. So we've got plow disc walks. We've got planches to lay on the live fire tables. We've got uh, open fire grills to lay over the to, to lay over your coals or fire. We offer a burger press, which I cannot keep in my store online. Every time I build a set, they're they're gone. I have huge wait lists for it. I mean, I literally could keep a guy here a couple of days a week building burger presses at full time. Yeah, those are killer looking. Okay, <laughs> maybe you have a side business of a burger press business. Yeah, we also offer a uh, tower wood rack, just kind of a decorative piece that's kind of, it's 24 inches wide at the bottom, tapers up to the top, and just kind of a decorative wood holder. And then we also offer a uh, onion grill cleaner where you can cut an onion in half and uh, it has a little spear that, in a cup that grabs that onion and you just clean your grill with it, kind of season your grill with it. That's what we've always used. As a kid, I saw that used that away. We would take a shovel and just use it to you know, hold your onion. Well, this is just a way to, to keep your hands off of it and, and clean your grill. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's so smart. And it's like, and all yours, everything looks really cool. And it looks like I could see why these things are selling out. Like the onion, is that still in stock? It's not, I don't, I, you know, I didn't think that was as popular. And that, so I use Squarespace for my website. 
So there's people that go on and add themselves to a wait list. Well, I went in there one day and saw there was like 18 people on the wait list for it. And I'm like, I've got to get some of these things made, but it's like, I have to slowly do all this. It just consumes so much time right now, trying to keep everything on schedule with the bigger builds. Uh, and sometimes yeah. the fire tools get sidebarred. That makes sense. And I bet that's the way for a lot of people, even the bigger guys. It's just, it. They, I, I think that whenever a, a company that people respect puts out something like that, people jump on them really quick. So is it, do you announce it on Instagram? Yeah, I have a, I have a newsletter. So we've got, couple hundred people that are on our newsletter that join it through uh, the website. Anybody can go to any tab on our website, join the newsletter. So you kind of get early access to things. We'll, we'll announce, Hey, burger presses are in stock and I'll give them a few day head start on ordering, you know, before I put it on Instagram or Facebook and say, Hey, we're back in stock. So just kind of just a few perks that I try to offer just somewhat for the, for the people that are that's, following along. That's super smart. I'm going to join, I'm going to join tonight because that's, no, it's, I like to, like, I like to be, you know, I like to know when things are. And also too, if I'm ever making like a, a gift guide or something, I'll know a few days ahead, then I can. Yeah. I, I would like to be better at it. I would kind of like to not blog, but maybe tell folks what we're doing each month on there. And I just haven't got to that point. Uh, like I say, it's, it's a time crunch for me most of the time. My goal is to one day have some guys out here that can help keep this running a little better where I can spend a couple Saturdays a month or a couple nights a week instead of, I mean, literally it, it, it's some nights I'm out here every night trying to stay caught up because I don't want to get so far out that these people are like, well, he's got too big of a wait list. I don't want to wait. I want to grab those people and sell them a rig, you know? Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough road. Like you're it, at a really tough point right now. Yeah. But it, it's, it's working well. I balance everything really well. I still spend time with my family. It's not like I'm out here neglecting my family. I've got three daughters of my own. So it's, it's, and a wife. So they're, they're used to it, but you know, I, I make sure I have time for them for sure. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's that balance. That's what's important. And that's, that's why I'm saying it's tough because you want to balance that properly. Yeah. If one of those things goes, goes out of whack, it kind of, it just messes with your head and it makes life difficult. And it does. If someone's watching this, it's a welder that might want to, you know, six months from now watches this and thinks, Hey, you know, I want to shoot them a message. I could help out. So you don't want to yeah. lose that option. Like people. I'm so detailed oriented. Like I have a hard time letting people do things for me. That's one of my own issues. So to, to teach a guy to do that, they always have the chance to go somewhere else anytime, but uh, I'm, as I get older, I'll, I'll be 40 this summer. I'm starting to kind of learn to, Hey, let, let somebody help you do a few things. And my wife tells me all the time, Hey, let somebody help you teach them how to do it. You know, that's, that's where I struggle the most personally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a hard time too. I have a hard time not, not like letting go of all what everything that I'm doing because you do it a certain way and it's, it's specific in your mind. But I think all the great, like, People like like Steve Jobs and all those people are good at managing people. Like it's, oh um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You can't you you got to realize? I guess at a certain point, you can't do it all yourself. And it seems like it's really popular. And, and talking to Cooper and how how excited he was with the pit, and I was I was just I'm very excited about your future. And I'm I want to promote you as much as possible because this is like the fun stage. And I always mention that I like to talk to people early on because, you know. It'll you can look back a year from now and think like this is this is my mindset. It'll be interesting and right. and where and where you are, who knows where you are, you will be in a year from now. It'll be interesting. Right. 
No, we all, every, I mean, everybody that I know that spoke to you, they appreciate the the push that you give everybody for sure. Yeah, well, and it's while I'm here helping my mom, I want to be able to, you know, to be of value to my friends and to get to, and I, now it's like selfishly, I get to know you better and we've gotten to know each other over the last month or so, and we, a few months. And when I come out, like it'll just be, we'll be, we'll have known each other a little bit more. And I think yeah. that's specifically like, oh, let's talk about all the different ways that people can contact you. And then is there anything that we did miss? Maybe through the website, through email, or I mean, Instagram, Facebook, direct message is fine. Some people reach out there and they'll say, hey, how much is so-and-so? And I'll say, I'll send them my email address. Hey, email me, because it's easier for me to keep up there than it is on Instagram, because I'll I'll lose the message or I won't go back to it. And then there's times where Instagram's playing funny games right now, but there was some times where we were having reels with, you know, several hundred thousand views. And I was, I would have to filter my comment if I could find if anybody was inquiring about a smoker. I was losing them through my notifications. So anybody that's interested in a in a build, I, I want to get on email so that I can keep up better. And you can keep track of it better, I think. Sure, for okay. sure. Yeah, like I, 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 a lot of people contact me via DM or vice versa, but after a while, like it gets buried deep and then you don't even know because uh, if you were tagged, or, yeah, so I don't even know. Instagram is becoming a weird place to begin with. Yes, it is. It's it's got us a long way. Um, it's really built us a pretty good following. And I don't know, I've heard talks of them have changed the algorithms and this and that. And I don't understand all of that, but it has it has changed significantly. Yeah, and it seems like there's a lot of focus on video, but then I'll see vi- I'll see posts that are from three days ago in my feed. It's a strange, yeah. Facebook's been doing that here lately. They'll they'll send me some or like they're showing me that posts that are four or five days old that it's too late now. I don't, you know, yeah, I can't I can't jump on that because it's yeah. already have it. Yeah, it's 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 weird and it's also I guess they're offering a free service so we can't complain yet. But it's right. it's still and and it and as long as it's it's gotten you a base and now you have a fan base and are they sometimes saying oh that's too long. I've had a few, but like, it's those people right now that are thinking summer, Hey, I want to cook this summer. Gotcha. Well, I prep for summer in the winter. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can't get them all and you're not going to get them all. But you know, th- yeah, there are, I have, I have heard that from a few people. The barbecue community is, is unique. Everybody wants to see everybody succeed. Yeah. Most everybody. <laughs> There's like most. A- there's a couple of people. What is the actual website and what is your email? My website is muleskinnersmokerigs.com. And my email is just Dustin at muleskinnersmokerigs.com. Instagram and Facebook, I believe. We've got a TikTok. I don't do a whole lot, but we try to post some. But yeah, everything's uh, just at muleskinnersmokerigs. Okay. I, I, I talked over you, so I'm glad you said that at the end. Perfect. <laughs> because it, cause it, does cut, it does cut off. Excellent. This is it. And I think that and people... Like I've some people say, like, oh, you some of your interviews are so long, I can't listen to them. I have to chunk them up in two, like listen to them in two parts. So this is actually kind of perfect because people will get a chance to really know. I wish you all the success, and I'm I'm excited for your future. Well, I appreciate you, Kevin. I appreciate you doing what you do and pushing for these folks. And you're a big, uh, you're a staple in the barbecue world. <laughs> Thank you. That means a lot. That means a whole lot. That that made my day, and I can't wait to meet you in person. So hopefully it'll be this summer or fall. Sounds good, sir. Be happy to see you. All right. Good to see you. And I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.